1: you got some hypnosil. I need some. I need that hypnosil. I feel like I'm man. already on it.
0: Are you? Not but having those dreams? dreams? I guess this doesn't make you tired. Yeah. I, what, 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 it just what takes one, one of your side dreams, effects, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you still sleep, but you just don't have dreams. Right. But I wonder what the, you know how every drug has like the listed side effects on it. What if, oh, yeah. What if it was like extra drowsiness or something? And I'm like, well, that's not what I what want.
1: That's, no, I don't want that. Like, I, all i'm asking for is uh a sleep without dreams yeah is that a thing and a little respect yeah you know r-e-s-p-e-c-t find out what it means to freddie <laughs> what
0: it means to me know. <laughs> r-e-s-p-e-c-t take <laughs> you know, care of <laughs> ect
1: or something i don't know what does it say <laughs> yeah I, I never know what something it like that it says i don't know yeah no who knows one of the world's greatest mysteries Yes. Where is J- Jimmy Hoffa? And what are the lyrics to "Respect"? What are <laughs> we they? We'll never know. It's not as exciting now that Google exists. Yeah,
0: yeah. Back in the day, you would just you didn't didn't know the words to "Dream Warriors." You just have to make them up he on the would fly. Just you know, sing
1: something that was in tune ish. Yeah. <laughs> dream Warriors, <laughs> <laughs> baby tonight. <laughs> Baby, tonight you'll be gone. <laughs> Fucking banger song. Y'all, that's that a great, great song. Great. Mm-hmm. This was the first sort like, of MTV-ish yeah. Freddy. I mean, he, he becomes mm-hmm. fully MTV by the next one, but this was like right. d- dipping his toes in there.
0: Right. We were blessed with that song and the man behind the mask, like within a year of each other.
1: Yeah. Like, great stuff. Good stuff going on. It's weird. We never really got like a theme song for Michael Myers. We got one for yeah. Freddie and mm-hmm. Jason to some extent, but yeah. not really.
0: He was too classic. Yeah. So, was, you know,
1: <laughs> it's really more of an arty guy, you know, a man of yeah.
0: mystery. Yeah. You would have thought part six would have had some like Enya theme song or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Take the runes, take the runes. (laughs) Exactly. When you put the runes down, he stops and doesn't kill. (laughs) He just needs his runes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's weird going back and watching movies from like the early 90s, Enya will just pop up everywhere. Like, I'll just be watching, like, what was it? I was watching an LA story (laughs) the other day, and I was like, oh my god, why is this random Enya section in here? Okay.
1: And it yet, was a pure moods era right it's like it's always very appreciated when it does pop back well, yeah. up You're like oh absolutely that that was the thing oh my god mm-hmm. do you remember i had completely forgotten this i went down a yep. youtube rabbit hole as i am prone to do occasionally mm-hmm. i never intend to but mm-hmm. i watch one video yep. which suggests another one it just keeps on spiraling right. and then it's mm-hmm. like you know three in the morning and i'm like what happened to me man ah! right. but yeah i saw a uh uh a TV spot for something called Instrumental Moods which was like mm. a sequel to Pure Moods which I completely forgot existed
0: okay yeah but it's
1: like the same style of shit but it was just like a sequel that no one ever talks about talk about huh. Pure Moods all the time never instrumental moods wow it's like the i that up it's it's like if pure moods was terms of endearment, instrumental moods is like the evening star. <laughs> Nobody talks about it. They're just like, we'll Nobody forget that never happened. It. We'll just forget about it. <laughs> like let's just agree as a country to never talk about it again.
0: <laughs> the ugly stepchild, it's right? Really <laughs> a shame
1: because I'm sure mm-hmm. there were some real bangers on there. Mhm. Oh,
0: good times. Well, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it's just not it's it's, it's not the same. You can Spotify things now. You don't have to s- Yeah. Send four easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. You can just right get it whenever. Yeah, lazy sons of bitches. Yeah, lazy sons of bitches.
0: <sighs> oh damn shame. I bet Freddie could get it whenever he wanted today too. You know, Freddie
1: can he, access whatever he wants.
0: Kids are so desensitized these days that he would just crawl in there and grab what he wants. You know, absolutely He'd grab the all the dreams and you know everything. Do
1: kids even still know. have dreams?
0: <laughs> I mean, what's the
1: point if even having them? I mean, yeah. look at where the world is. What's the point? What's it gonna get you?
0: I you think know? who needs? I think a dream? they kind of left with with the Obama years. They yeah. they kind of <laughs> they're gone now.
1: Is that something they're still blaming the millennials for? Like y'all and your avocado toast. You don't buy jewelry anymore or have dreams. You're not buying houses. Yeah, I think we're on the, Why?
0: We're on the cusp cusp of like blaming the millennials with the Gen Zers. Eventually, it'll just yeah. be the Gen Zers. But you know, oh yeah. yeah. That's a, people don't realize that like every generation gets that same shit you know constantly it's, the, the boomers were hippies you know they yeah. were like uh, just burnt out hippies like, that's the silent generation that's what that, that's what they were called and then you got the slackers for the Gen X you know they, they mm. just didn't want to work of course you know nobody wants to work blah 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 yeah. and then millennials are just these hipsters eating avocado and everything and it's like yeah. Do, y- do y'all not understand that, like, this shit gets thrown at every generation? Like, this is every something single that one. it is literally just being used to make us work harder, like, as a society, and it's, it's stupid.
1: Yeah, it just <clears> turns <throat> us against one another, and I'm getting kind of sick of mm-hmm. it, to be honest. It's just, well, it's mm-hmm. getting really silly. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's some bad boomers out there, but there's also some great ones, you know? There's some oh, yeah, lazy like, millennials, totally. sure, but there's also yeah, some really yeah. hard-working ones who are smart yeah. and tough and... Know some shit.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So I don't I don't subscribe to all these all these cliches. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: come on. It's ridiculous. What are we talking about today? Um <laughs> The War on Dream Warriors. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Those
0: Dream Warriors. <laughs> they, they've been through a lot. They have been a lot. The movie itself is pretty highly regarded these days it seems like but yeah don't are, anyone's like, like i don't think like they're kicking it
1: like i this would be funny if someone were to bring it up and be like you know what's a really underlooked movie dream warriors be like <laughs> dream is War. it is it really <laughs> seems pretty well regarded in this like part, in the circles part
0: four, maybe you know part we four get that, yeah that's, that's a little bit under, that, underlooked. Under, i under, think that's under bit,
1: the but, radar that's one that needs yeah. to be rediscovered for the gem that it is yeah. but right yeah three I, th- I feel like just about everybody's like yeah that's my favorite one in the franchise i don't know if it's my favorite i think i'd still prefer the first yeah. one but yeah no it's yeah, it's very
0: absolutely. very very good oh it's a great sequel yes it's it's one of the best sequels i think my only like small complaint this time watching is that i wanted more time with like these characters like it's nine, oh, yeah it's a yeah tight 90 minutes which i get mm-hmm. i get you know but uh maybe it's I got so spoiled with like the screen movies all being like two hours or something. Right. It's like sometimes I'm like, can I can I have like a little more time with this character before you just like you know kill you him? Know,
1: but. it's not a bad com- complaint to have. I think when whenever someone is like, I wish this were longer, like that means you really fucking liked it. Like you wanted more. Yeah, that's exactly. good. That's great. Right.
0: Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, because listen, we've had our 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 little uh, bitch fest about how movies are a little too long these days. So. A little bit. <laughs> 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 I mean. If you're wanting more, I mean, that's that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah Just give me a little bit extra time. But, uh, I think they made some comic books and stuff to, to go with this, if I remember right. But there's, there's oh, stuff I'm sure out they there have. that kind of yeah. continues these threads a little bit. But yeah. But yeah, it's a very good sequel. Mm-hmm. Um...
1: And that's all we got. Bye, y'all. Go see it. That's all there is. Yeah, I mean...
0: <laughs> is
1: that all Remind
0: there is? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we just yes. this last week, so I'm, like, trying to remember everything I was gonna <laughs> did, say.
1: Did I watch this movie? It's been a very weird week, so, like, my head is, yeah. like, mm-hmm. a big scrambled egg at the moment. Exactly. I'm just like, what's happening? Yeah. Who am I?
0: And, uh, eventually someone's just gonna take a TV and throw, you know, put it right on that scrambled egg.
1: Well, you know, that, 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 that is how you get to primetime, bitch. That's how you right. do it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Do Gen Zers even know what primetime is? Is that even a thing? I know? don't they just think watch they do. Streaming platforms, you know.
1: Yeah, primetime's yeah. not like it, you know because we had like must see TV. They don't have that now. Yep. Nothing's no. Yeah, nothing's must see except for yeah. like a week when it's first on Netflix and then it just disappears into the ether until they just yeah. randomly take it off one day without warning. Exactly. Yeah, there's no must see anything
0: anymore. No, no. I sort I of missed that. mm Hmm. Yeah, you just got too many choices flying mm. at you all the time, but uh, it is what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, today we're heading back to 1987. I've teased which, uh, my hair out
1: for the <laughs> the occasion. You can't see it, but uh, <laughs> let me tell you, Aquanet. <laughs> it's way up there <laughs> because I'm beautiful and bad <laughs> and bad. Jennifer Rubin deserves an Oscar for even uttering that line with a straight face. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's a great performance. She's like commits to it, right? Right. Good for
0: her, yeah. man. Uh huh. Uh. So, of course, directed by Mr. Chuck Russell here. Ah, from the this blob. Was, uh, from the blob. Yeah, and uh, the mask. A little bit uh-huh. later. Ah, yes. And, yeah. Uh, Eraser. And uh, the Scorpion King. Um, yeah. Well, I won't hold that one against them. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're <laughs> movies that exist. <laughs> Is Eraser
1: good? I've never seen it.
0: I couldn't tell you. It's been too long. I
1: remember I when it back. came out Into and like everyone was talking about it for like a week, and then mm-hmm. it just right. No one ever talked about it since ever since like yes. 1995. Yeah. It's like we're gonna
0: hush up about Eraser. Yeah. It's interesting how some movies are like that. They they have a yeah. big moment and then they're gone. Yeah. But Yes, and apparently he's doing an upcoming Witchboard remake. Right. I remember yeah. hearing about that. But That's on Call we'll Yes, we have covered Witchboard at some point. I think it's been we did. a couple years ago, didn't but we? I think we did. I think we did. We it more, really. I think we might did. have already covered Dream Warriors. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: well, we're doing tell it tell again,
0: okay? We're going to do it again. again.
1: <laughs> it's that good. It Deserves an mm-hmm. extra episode. Exactly. <laughs> We probably have. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I can't say anymore. <laughs> oh god. Uh,
0: too much hitting so. the It's I can't true. Of, you know what we're
1: doing. <laughs> I ain't got dreams. I ain't got a will to live. I don't know what episodes we've done. <laughs> but I got this cool little gray streak in my hair. It's really nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, going for kind of a Nancy meets Rogue from X Men look. And I think, I it think it's going to well.
1: be really <laughs> fancy. It's, I'm trying something it's out be. for the new year.
0: New year, new me. New- oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this is screenplay, of course, written by Mr. Wes Craven. Ever heard of him? Oh, and I love him. Yes. Great. And Mr. Bruce Wagner.
1: Yes. Also, also very prolific.
0: Yes. Uh, scenes from a Class struggle in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Paul Bartell, hey. Paul Bartell. And uh, some other stuff, you know, <laughs> a lot of other stuff. And uh, Frank Darabont, who I al- always forget.
1: Uh, I don't know who he is. This.
0: I know, never heard of him, right? What has
1: he done with his life? <laughs> what were his choices? <laughs>
0: Well, Shawshank is uh, 40 years old this year Thirty. Years old. Oh, no, don't what a too hack, what a hack. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it
1: Shawshank It's not a real movie <laughs> Stop lying to me, Kevin Next you're going to say he was part of something called The Walking Dead As if that's real either
0: <laughs> Wasn't real to me That's, that's like the first season <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh Yeah, the Green Mile of the Mist You know, he, he, he's oh. done a lot Trash, just <laughs> trash film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's actually very good work. We love Frank. Frank's very, yeah, he's very talented fella. Yes, 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 yes. And didn't they both work? Up, he and Chuck Russell on Hell Night. Weren't they like PAs or some shit? I think so. Yeah. I swear, like I think I saw yes. all their names like somewhere in the credits the last time I watched that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, look at that.
0: Right. Starting off on the right foot. Yeah. With that classic. Amen. So, let's see. Where did we last leave off last time? So, Fringe Revenge came out. Uh, Made a lot of money, but critics didn't care for it. It was kind of a critical failure, which I guess is something that people actually cared about at the time. Now it doesn't really seem to matter. Now they're just like, whatever. The critics hated it, but they made a million dollars. Keep making five more. Pretty much, uh... yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we said, Wes did not participate. We're on a first name basis here. Wes, you know, of course, uh, he did not, not, not participate in the original, uh, sequel there. Uh, not original. I was uh, but, like, you know, wait, the sequel.
1: he didn't, <laughs> this is breaking in information.
0: I know. Been He's been, been a fraud this whole time. The original sequel <laughs> to the movie. <laughs> um, But he actually did not like the second one so much that he signed on to to co-write the screenplay for the third movie here. And um, the success of this movie prompted, of course, a continuation of the whole series. So there you go. It was Kismet, I suppose. Yes. So his first concept for the film was to have Freddy Krueger invade the real world. Uh, Krueger would haunt the actors filming a new Nightmare on Elm Street sequel... This is sounding a little familiar. Huh? Oh,
1: hmm,
0: interesting. So, uh, but that was a little too hip for New Line at the time. You know, they were they, they were a little more traditional. You know, none of this meta shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Freddie was starting to build their little house, but he wasn't done yet. Yeah, so they had to no. they they had to get the roof on before they could start
0: playing willy nilly with Ig- that exactly. meta stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Um craven was unavailable to direct uh i guess this was the one that he was filming deadly friend at the time that would
1: m- um, maybe make i think i think that came out in like 86 right
0: yeah so yeah
1: it was 87 so yeah he might have been doing something with yeah. that
0: yeah and uh before the script was finalized john saxon and robert england actually both wrote their own scripts what uh, i would be interested in reading those. So uh, Saxon script was a prequel um, called How the Nightmare on Elm Street All Began. What a title. Well,
1: (laughs) you know, the (laughs) title needs work, but I I like (laughs) the idea of a pre-prequel. Would he have been new throughout most of it? Uh, (laughs) I'm
0: engaged. I need to know.
1: Just like pumping iron and shit, being like, I'm going to get that Freddy. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's all I need. That's That's what I would have wanted. Well, and he, uh, interestingly, he would have gone kind of the reboot angle in that Freddie would have ultimately been innocent or something that the reboot, oh. you know, kind of teased a little bit that didn't actually do that. But Mr. Saxon, uh, you're like keeping stuff from us. We could have used this. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although this is OK. So that the real murderers would have been Charles Manson and the Manson family. <laughs> OK.
1: And just like that, he lost me. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs>
0: You had me. You
1: had me, and then I was gone. What? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh gosh! (laughs) No, wait.
0: I don't understand. That's 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 what this says. Yeah. Funny.
1: Um. Well, he could have given the script to Tarantino, and maybe he could have done something with with it. I don't know. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Once Once upon a time on Elm Street, it could have worked. Maybe. Probably not, but it would have been fascinating. I, I just... I, okay. <laughs> it's like For some reason, I'm imagining that scene in the first one where Tina takes off Freddie's face, but then she takes off his yeah. face and it's Charles Manson. <laughs> He's like, Hello, Tina.
0: What, what was he doing in Springwood, Ohio? That's what I, I want to know. know. You know. <laughs> what, what? Just just passing through.
1: This is really
0: weird. <laughs> mr saxon what what were you on
1: (laughs) i feel like he got halfway through the script and was like "Mm, you know what this needs it needs more manson you know (laughs) let's let's bring it into the real world and it's like no 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 john no just take off your shirt and smile that's all we need (laughs) A beautiful man. I just
0: to some like studio exec, just like sitting there reading this, and like, okay, okay, well, this is great. I have this a few notes. Great. This
1: is great. <laughs> oh oh Manson, Ma- Manson. So why the <laughs> Manson? Okay, why?
0: <laughs> why? Why now? Just a question, John. <laughs> what Manson? <laughs> oh, hilarious, hilarious. So, what was Robert Englund's idea? Okay, like? so so this one. All right, this is called Freddy's Funhouse. Oh, I'm intrigued. And, uh, yeah. And uh part of this plot actually ended up being used for the pilot of Freddy's Nightmares. So mm. it was not lost. But this would have been about Tina Gray's older sister who was away at college when Tina was murdered and she returns to Springwood to investigate how she died. Mm. Um uh so I'm trying to understand what this is. This means. So Freddie had claimed the Elm Street house for his own in the Dream World, setting up booby traps like Nancy had done against him. Okay, uh, according okay. to England, after the script had been unused for years, yeah, like I said, it then became part of Freddie's nightmares. So wow. that could have been interesting. You know, okay. I, it, that's a very horror typical horror sequel thing of let's, let's bring in this random relative you didn't know about and yeah, they're gonna, I mean, didn't know. even know that
1: they had a sister but okay cool
0: right okay sure it's
1: possible sure. i guess within the realm <laughs> of you know sure <laughs> why not
0: of those two I, I i'm not gonna lie i'm more curious about sex <laughs> so.
1: i mean just the, you know the the i would like to see how it would have been
0: executed yeah right just just would manson have had like supernatural powers or just would he have been been doing like kung Kung fu or
1: something like i don't know where would it have gone Uh, interesting (laughs) man what a missed opportunity that was
0: right still
1: probably better than freddy's dead i mean they should have just done that yeah Yeah. you know you know yeah I mean, if you're really going to jump the shark, jump it gloriously.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Take a big swing. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I guess Wes Craven was like, you know, let's go a different angle here. And uh, so uh, he and Bruce Wagner both thought that um, the franchise could no longer be just one person fighting Freddy. It had to be a group because the souls of Freddy's victims have made Freddy stronger. Uh, He also called Heather Langenkamp to ask her if she would like to be included in the script, which she agreed to. It it has also been revealed that the original idea for the film centered around the kids separately traveling to a specific location to die by suicide. Interesting. Um, The common link between the use was that they dreamed of Freddy Krueger, as always, um, but because suicide was... Still very taboo at the time, as we saw kind of in Heathers, the, the satirization of the whole you know, movement there. Uh, some aspects of the idea remained in the film, but the storyline was ultimately abandoned there. So let's see. In the original script, the characters were somewhat different. Nancy was neither a dream expert nor a mental health professional. Um, so she doesn't really say what she was wanders
1: though. in off the sh- street I... like hey docs I got this <laughs>
0: they're like sure yeah, random I lady so. with the
1: grey streak
0: right yeah interesting Uh, uh we- Kristen only, <laughs> only stayed in the institution briefly she had a father oh. and her mother was named Alice um yeah most of these things seem fairly small otherwise let's see uh stuff about their last names who cares uh that's that, uh, yeah, I'm not saying a whole lot. That's really wowing me here. Uh, uh, Wes Craven specifies that the house in the original script um, would have been an architectural portal to Freddy's dreamscape. Kind of already said that. It is virtually a limitless world of the human psyche in all of its portal. Uh, sorry, in all of its dimensions. Uh, so you can enter this other world through the house or dreams or madness or hallucinations or special psychic states so pretty much anything really okay, you know?
1: so, <laughs> all right or if you have a bean burrito it just
0: you know exactly you know i had a weird bowel movement and now i'm in freddy's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, drink not
1: again <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, donald thompson knew from the start that freddy krueger was real and still alive in this original script Uh, Kruger was missing and Nancy wanted to find him Okay, so here's some stuff about Nancy Uh, Nancy learns that Kruger is obsessed with finding the house Where he was born So he could burn it down Okay Uh, There is also a romance between Nancy and Neil Which there's a little bit of
1: That in here There's like a flirtation, you know Yeah Yeah. When he's not like stalking Uh, women on Rodeo Drive And stuff like that
0: Checking oh, this out this is a big stars. change because this ends up being a big plot point later on but there was no mention of freddy's mother um as a nun or okay. freddy being born by rape ah. which ends up coming i always forget that starts in this one for some reason i always think of yeah. that in like part four and five but yeah it's it's yeah it starts in here
1: yeah it's <clears throat> that's a pretty big big little thing there that they reveal mm-hmm. yeah. I like that bit though, the bastard son of a thousand
0: maniacs. Yeah,
1: it's like it just yeah. got a creepy ring to it, you know.
0: I like. I i don't. Know, I'll have to revisit when we get to five. I'll have to see how I still feel about that one. um I think in this one, it almost feels like I don't know if it's really adding a whole lot to the story, but I I, I don't know because the, the story's so focused on the kids already that right. like. I don't really know how this stuff with him being you know, with Amanda and everything really ties into that all that much I other than the it fact just that just
1: gives it a a way to kill him at the end, you know, to yeah. bury yeah, him in the hollow ground and then have the whole water and all that stuff. It's just sort of bringing religion into it to kind of yeah. give him yeah. some sort of a send off. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was always the trick. How do you kill off Freddy and then how do you bring him back in each, in each mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. and a lot of them like never really explain how he comes back. There's like, he's back. Right. Just <laughs> look at him. He's right there. He's back. He's right there. I mean, he's been, I mean, all along, <laughs> <you know>? like, <laughs> who cares? He's always been, there. Yeah. <laughs> you ate some bad Chinese food and now you're having a bad
0: dream. That's how he came back.
1: Like, that's just
0: yeah. how, it, how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Nancy would have seen through the shape shifting trick. Um, though she still dies in the original script here, so I gotta find this original script. It sounds interesting. I wanna. Yeah, there was a no,
1: a novelization of this movie that I read years ago mm-hmm. that I guess must have been taken from an earlier script because like most of the characters were pretty much the same, but mm-hmm. there were little tweaks here and there, and like I think Kincaid was like, I think he was like Latino.
0: I think mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Yep. Um. And, like, I think there was, like, something where, like, oh, I don't remember. There was something. I think that all, I think came back in For Freddy's Dead. There was a, a character who has a dream about, like, his his mom, I think, who is abusive. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Freddy was pretending to be the mom or something. And, and that part mm-hmm. was somewhere in here, I think. It was something like that. Like, he goes to his yeah. home and, yeah, there was something like that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. It's always fascinating to see where these scripts go throughout development. Yeah, absolutely. The twists and turns they take. Let's see. So casting wise here, uh, Lisa Wilcox and Leslie Dean, uh, who would respect, who would be cast as Alice and Tracy in later installments, have both reported that they auditioned for the roles for roles in this movie. Uh, Patricia Arquette was nearly recast early into production, but Chuck Russell intervened and convinced the producers to allow her to stay. That's good, because she's pretty she's, weird. Pretty solid this. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I've heard Chuck Russell was an asshole on the set and, like, didn't mm. care for her. Yeah. I think there were some stories that Heather said about that, like, yeah. like she had to s- step in and, like, tell him not to be such an asshole to the kids and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's something that came over time, but initially he wanted her in the movie, I guess. I don't know. Crazy. Um, so the role that took the most time apparently was for Marcy, interesting, the sexy nurse <laughs> who seemingly seduces Joey in his dream.
1: Have you seen the picture from that scene where they have the act- actress completely nude, but she has Freddy's face? Face on. Yeah. And I guess they must have cut yes, that have. bit, but it's like, it's really right. weird looking.
0: Right. It says something about here that they, they, uh, it was a little too off kilter. They just yeah. didn't really, they couldn't really get into that. Yeah. It's
1: like, it's kind of goofy, but like, yeah.
0: Kind of creepy. I don't that know. That seems it's like weird. a part five, six type thing there. Yeah. Probably, yeah. 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 Like,
1: Joe, you like my boobs?
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're nice and perky. You like the perky boobs, Joey.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. You can't talk.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um... Yeah, some stuff about Zsa Zsa Gabor, blah, blah, blah. There's always stuff it. about Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's just been her life. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let me guess. She was 15 hours late to the set and demanded caviar and God only knows what right. else. I'm sure. I'm sure. But what a cameo, though. That's really great. Like her and Dick Cavett, yeah. like especially at that time was yeah. pretty big, especially for, you know, part th- th- three of a little low budget horror franchise. Right get them in there. That was pretty cool.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the Royce Hall building on the University of California was used for most of these um, psychiatric hospital scenes. And uh, let's see, uh, Mark Shostrom, who was also doing work on the set of Evil Dead 2, possibly smuggled the Freddy glove onto that set. Um, And used it as a background prop for one day. Look at him. That is very
1: sneaky, Mark. Yep.
0: Special effects here. We got Peter Chesney and, of course, Kevin Yeager and Mark Shostrom here. Uh, They do a great job. There's a lot of great practical practical effects in this.
1: Oh, it's a glorious. It's a cornucopia of beautiful practical effects.
0: Right. Yes. Uh, Yeah, let's see. Scored by uh, Angelo Barlamenti, who was a frequent collaborator with David Lynch. Uh,
1: yeah, th- here's the weird thing about the score. Um, yeah. They released the score on CD back in the day, and mm-hmm. about two of the tracks are actually in the movie. The rest are completely different. And I'm wondering <sighs> what went on here, because the music is very different from what was released. And it's I mean, refreshing. there are some yeah. pieces from the or- original movie. This was the first time that they brought the original themes back, the theme back, right uh, which together. we were talk, talk, talking about with nightmare Two, how there's n- none of the, the themes from the first film. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess they were smart enough to bring those back, but it's just strange. I wonder what went on. Like if he did a score and it was rejected, kind of like, um, John Ottman with, uh, H H two O you know It yeah. seemed like it seemed like there was a full Score and then someone else Came in I'm not sure who who Um and yeah. Did some yeah. extra work on it
0: It does seem like that The It's a lot of like midi sounding Yeah tracks in the score Um
1: yeah and from what yeah. I remember On the album it was a little, little bit worse It was like really ah. midi And I'm like I can't even imagine mm. this in the movie it just really took me out. And I was like, this is, yeah, there's got to be a story here. Yeah. I feel like the score was rejected and they were like, we'll keep like these three pieces and then we got
0: to find a way to do something else. Right. I'm sure there's information out there, but I'm not doing the research folks. So, <laughs> well, I'll call Naomi have... Watts and maybe
1: she can give the people what she... <laughs> they need. Kevin, <laughs> Rachel Keller on the scoop. <laughs>
0: You guys ever smoke pot?
1: <laughs> My girlfriend and I used to get high and just like... <laughs> oh, Rachel. Mm. You're so cringe. You're no, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: <sighs> and then, of course, we got the the wonderful theme song, as we've already mentioned, performed by Dokken. I love Dokken. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was uh, really cool.
1: Because I I think this was the first time I saw a music video attached to a VHS at at the end. They were like, you got to stay. You got to stay after the credits because we're going to have a music video presentation. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was very exciting. They even had a big sticker on the front of the box that was like, Dawkins Dream Warriors. Mm. It's on the tape. Yeah.
0: Like you said, everything kind of tied back to MTV. This was the MTV era here. Yes. Uh, it could have been like a toothpaste advertisement. And of course, it had to be a giant MTV music video. You know, it was Absolutely. everything was tied to that. Very different landscape from today. Oh, geez. yeah.
1: Yeah, the music videoification of America was starting yeah. around this time. and kept mm-hmm. going for a while.
0: It did. Uh, So the film gets a release February 1987 and uh, opens at number one and um, let's see what the overall gross ends up being here Four trillion dollars (laughs) One billion (laughs) dollars About 45 million dollars, which is more than the previous one, against a 4.6 million dollar budget Okay Pretty damn good there.
1: Not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's because of Dawkins. They brought him in.
0: I think so. And uh, yeah, kind of just cemented this growing franchise here. And uh, pretty well-reviewed here. About 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, which for a horror sequel is not bad. And uh, Roger Ebert... No, Ebert did not like it. He gave it one and a half out of four stars.
1: <gasps> oh, my I know. God. That I know. is rude. Roger. Yeah. How dare yeah. you?
0: He liked the production values, but said it never generated any sympathy for its characters. Which oh, is funny fuck because you, I think you Roger. What, I think this is what the film is most known for, that it does generate hey, sympathy for the, the yeah. characters, but okay.
1: Uh, this is like a very empathetic kind of movie. I, I don't know what... Uh, mm-hmm. What he's going on about I think he I think he saw the wrong movie yeah I I demand a recount
0: had he popped a hypnosil, I think he would have been fine maybe so he would have had himself a good time
1: maybe so yeah Mm.
0: New York Times liked it though they said the dream sequences are ingenious and they feature some remarkable nightmare images and special effects
1: they sure do that's all they
0: said they do
1: (laughs) that's all they need to say really yeah, yeah.
0: They're a little brief. Again, I think that all ties into me wanting more time for some of these. Um, like, I forgot how fast the kids get picked off one by one at the end, which I get it. You're, like, oh, yeah. building momentum and everything. But I'm like, man, I remember this, like, dream sequence being longer than it is. But whatever. Um, Kim Newman of... Empire says the film delivers amazing scenes in spades, bringing to life the sort of bizarre images uh, which used to be found only in comic book covers, on comic book covers. Yes. Mm. Speaking of covers, you posted a picture of all the pretty covers of these VHS God, they had the best art. They're lovely. They always had the
1: best art. I mean, just even before I saw the films when I was a kid, they always just drew me in because of that art. Every time I'd be like, I've got to watch this, but it looks too damn scary. It looked so scary when I was a kid. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
0: Yeah, you never you, you couldn't really tell what was happening in any of these covers, but they look no. great. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah, you are like okay, there is a bunch of people. They're on some weird claw thing, and there is this big yeah. dude looking at them in in the sky. Like, what is yeah. this?
0: Yeah, the Dream Warriors one makes them look like they're in like purgatory or something. It's, yeah, it's interesting, it's
1: beautiful, <clears throat> and like you have like the little mm-hmm. house, like the N- Nancy's house, right at the bottom. It's like mm-hmm. it's just really beautifully done. It's gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So tell our studio audience what is happening in this movie.
1: No, (laughs) I won't do it. You can't make me. (laughs) Because I'm like, Kristen, I am up all night popping some, some coffee grinds just, straight mm-hmm. in my mouth with Diet Coke and making a little Popsicle hut. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I saw it in a dream. I'm making a Popsicle <laughs> house. that looks just like Nancy's house from the original movie. And <laughs> her mom, Kristen's mom, is not thrilled about this. Um, she comes in looking like she has just dressed to the nine. She's been out all night on a date. And she's like, you need to turn this music down, young lady, and get some sleep. And she's like, oh, mom, I had a bad dream. And her mom's like, okay, well, I have a date downstairs. Go to sleep, you dumb hoe. And just leaves. (laughs) She doesn't really say it, but, I mean, she communicates it with her eyes. That's the energy. That's what I'm feeling when I I watch it. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. she goes to sleep, and all of a sudden she dreams that she's at this house that she's been constructing with all these popsicle sticks. And she's like, oh, no. And there's all these kids outside jump roping, and there's this little girl on a bike. And she's like, oh, let's go in the house. And she's like, don't go in, little girl. And she wanders in. And the house is now in a state of disrepair. Apparently, Jesse and his family moved out in a bit of a hurry after part two. And it's just it has looked better. And. Um, She follows this little girl all the way down to the basement where where there's the uh, the boiler where Nancy's mom kept the, the, the glove and the little girl's like this is where he takes us and then all of a sudden like the fire starts in the furnace again and there's all these like skulls burning in there and all the all these kids screaming And the kid's like, Freddy's home. So Kristen grabs the little girl and starts to run. But here comes Freddy behind them. And she gets stuck in molasses somehow. Mm -hmm. The floor just turns into molasses. And right as she is about to get killed by Freddy, she jumps out and then finds this random room where there's like a trillion dead kids just hung from the rafters. And the little girl's all like, put me down. You're hurting me. And she looks at her and she's like this little skull now. And she's like, oh, no. But then she wakes (laughs) up. So it's cool. She woke up and she goes to the bathroom and she's like, I got to like splash some water on my face. That was a humdinger of a dream. And as she turns on the faucet, the faucet uh, sprouts fingers and like grabs her. And starts going all crazy, and then Freddie appears in the mirror, and then the door locks, and 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 then somehow the 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 uh, the handle turns into a, a claw, and it slices her on her wrist, and she screams, and her mom comes in to find Kristen holding a razor blade and having slashed her own wrists. and she's like, "Okay, well, you're going to this mental hospital, young lady," and that is where she goes, and this place. Is uh is run by this dude, um Neil, who is on a pretty good term with all the people, all the kids that he's looking after. You've got um, you've got Jennifer, who is a girl who likes to put cigarettes out on her on herself to, s- to stay awake, and she wants to be a TV star. That's her shtick. Um, mm-hmm. and then you have um
0: it's a pretty good start by the way to be yes i I mean it's
1: it's like it's uh, she already has material for her e true hollywood story so that's 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 good and uh and then you have taryn who is a former junkie Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um and then i believe we also meet in that i think we meet joey i think do we meet joey at that point i I can't remember and did you notice he has a weird like teardrop tat tat Tattoo in one scene, the first yeah. time we see him, he has this little like gang member sign and it never shows yeah, up there.
0: Maybe they were just messing around and drew it on with you know, I don't know, permanent marker or something, but I don't know. It's
1: really weird. I'm like, can we address this? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. did the gang chop out his tongue? Is that why he doesn't speak? What's I need answers? Maybe answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so then uh, he is called, oh, I believe. Someone's in the quiet room. Is Kin Kincaid in the qu- quiet room? I think. Uh, yes, I think yes. so. Yes, and then he has a doctor who is kind of a ahead of him, Doctor Sims, played by Priscilla Pointer, Amy Irving's mother. Mm-hmm. You might recognize her from yeah. Mommy Dearest and Carrie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she's a bit of a hard ass. Like she's very like traditional. And apparently, there's someone coming in who's supposed to be some like grad school whiz kid. And Neil's kind of like, do we really need her? Like, and, and Dr. Sims is like, well, she's been doing groundbreaking research on nightmares. And um, all of a sudden there's this big scream, and they're like, you know, code code blue. And so they they rush to the other side of the hospital where Kristen is freaking the fuck out. She does not want to be admitted. She does not want to be put down. She does not want to go to sleep. So she's like attacking all the orderlies and like sla- slashing them with scalpels and shit. Like, get away from me and so she's like she got the scalpel out and she's doing the whole like one two Freddy's coming for you thing and then all of a sudden like she can't get to the last one and you hear someone go someone complete it and they turn around and it's Nancy (gasps) and she comes in yes and Kristen's like oh my god this person understands my trauma this is going to go very very well And so Neil starts talking to Nancy, getting to know her a bit and is telling her about the stuff that's been going on here, uh, which is all these kids are having the same nightmares, these sort of delusions. They've all been brought here because they're a big risk. And there was one kid a little bit back who like cut off his own eyelids to stay awake. Mm -hmm. And Nancy drops her purse and Neil finds this prescription that she has for something called Hypnosil she's like i'll be taking that and she just leaves and then he sees this (laughs) nun just watching him and then she disappears he's like that was that was quaint a little strange very odd and uh and so he does he does a little you know lawrence
0: fishburne's just like around doing his thing he plays max too right he is an orderly
1: who seems to be pretty good friends with most of the patients Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the cool one on Steph because you've got him, and then you've got the other guy who's like trying to get Taryn back into drugs. Right, he's like trying to fuck uh, Marcy, the mm-hmm. the sexy nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just like yeah. a sleaze ball. Um, and then that night, Kristen starts having dreams. She dreams that she's sketching and her door to her bedroom opens and this little tricycle comes in and starts like melting and shit and she steps outside the hallway and all of a sudden the door shuts and it's the door to the elm street house and she's like ah crap i'm in a nightmare again she's trying to get out but she can't And there's this big like stuffed pig in the um in the dining room that just like oinks Mm -hmm. at her and she's like ah i'm getting away from that um and then she ends up in this room Upstairs and it just starts vibrating and there's like something underneath the floorboards and it's just like attacking her and ripping panels off off the wall and this thing finally pushes through the wall and gobbles her up and it's this big snake with Freddy's head on it and it's like eating her alive and and she screams out Nancy and Nancy somehow hears her and is like oh I got to go in I got to save her. And so she just like takes a little nap and falls through her her chair and somehow ends up in Kristen's dream where she grabs a, a piece of glass and hits Freddie in the face. And then Freddie turns and and is all and is all like, you and she's like, Oh my god, it's Freddy. <laughs> and then somehow they get out of the dream and she wakes up and she sees that she's got a little cut on her on her hand, and she's like, That's weird. So the next day she comes in and she's like, do you know this house? This is where I used to live. And, he, and Kristen's like, I just dream about it. I don't know. And she's like, can you do that a lot? Can you bring people in into your dreams? And she's like, I used to do it a lot with my dad, um, but I didn't know I still had the talent. And then Nancy's like, baby, you got the talent. You've got the <laughs> talent. Oh, she's so excited.
0: Um, I got the body and you got the brains. Oh, together. man. Oh, we can do it all.
1: It's so terrific.
0: That's a nice little, fun little twist on the formula here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what you have to do in a sequel like this, finding some way to keep it fresh. Yeah, and uh, and so
1: yeah, like they're all having
0: you know this sort of group
1: therapy thing where Doctor Sims is just not taking them seriously at all, and um, it, it pretty much like they're just they're just not really be- be- believed. And then the next night um philip who is a kind of an amateur puppeteer Mm -hmm. um goes goes to sleep and freddie turns into one of his puppets and slices him to where like his tendons and veins are like puppet strings
0: and he's just being like led
1: around the the hospital and what what these kids do do is you know they each share a room with some so, someone so the, so they take shifts so one wow. night someone might fall asleep before the other one and the next night they'll switch and this night, um, Joey is the one watching out for um Will who is this kid yeah. who is like really into um like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff right is isn't that what he's into it's like this fantasy like wizard stuff he's in a wheelchair because he attempted to like jump off of like a building or something and it didn't Mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. go well and um so joey's the one on alert and he sees philip being you know dragged up to the top of the uh the building so he goes and he like bangs on all the windows he alerts everybody and they're all telling philip not to jump but of course Freddy cuts the strings, and Philip jumps, which looks like a suicide.
0: Yeah, this one's pretty, like, drawn out. Like, yeah, this yeah. whole sequence of... Very much um, so. so. Where some of the later ones, I think, go by very quickly. But this mm-hmm. one is, you know, following him th- and building up the suspense of, like... You know, it, it, this is the one I remember most as a kid for whatever reason, yeah. too. It's just the... with It's the, pretty disturbing. The, the, weird, the disturbing imagery, yeah. The yeah. tendons and everything being used as marionette-type strings. It's, it's really yeah, gross. Yeah, it's really creepy.
1: And then, of course, like, the, the next day, everyone's really upset, so they have a group... Therapy session, and uh, you know, Sims is continuing to just be not understanding what these kids are go- going through. Um, and at this point, Neil has found out about this hypnosil stuff, and he's like, "You know what? I think we should maybe give this a shot." And Doctor Sims is like, uh, "Are you out of your mind? This is very experimental, and um, I'm not going to be blamed if something goes wrong. But if you want to try it, whatever." And, um, Kincaid kind of goes off the deep end and they stick him in the quiet room again. And, um, and then, yeah, shit, what happens next? Damn it. There's so much that goes on. Oh, right. Okay. So then they all get on this drug. I think, right? I think they're all on the drug. I can't remember.
0: Has the the TV death that's coming up here. Yeah. Because they're all on the drug yeah because
1: then Je- jennifer dies because she's late she's up late watching tv and mm-hmm. she dreams that freddie has invaded the dick cavett show and and right. <laughs> dick cavett transforms into freddie and kills zsa, zsa gabor and um then when she goes to f- try to fix the tv freddie's arms pop out and drag her up to the tv set and his head pops comes out and he's all like it's your big break welcome to prime time bitch and smashes her head in which this is a death no. that you know the others i can see how they could think Su- suicide this one mm. uh, <laughs> i mean max walks in there and her entire body has been shoved into a tv <laughs> set how the fuck does one do that
0: well, you know, I'm pretty sure she's still alive like Stu Mocker, personally. I think they're both just got the <laughs> both stew walking head. around out there. You know? <laughs> both walking around with TVs on their head. Just
1: <laughs> it's all the rage. It really yeah. is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how they ex- explain that. But there's a funeral, and Nancy's there with Neil, and she's looking all classy and stuff. She's looking very, like, dynasty. And, um... Yeah. And then that none shows shows back up and yep. neil's all like oh i don't know what i could have done and she's all like oh do you believe in science or faith and he's like science and he's and she's like oh that's too bad <laughs> like because <laughs> this is a demonic presence it's the bastard son of a thousand maniacs <laughs>
0: Do you think in her off hours she's like part of some nun choir somewhere with, you know, Whoopi Goldberg and one can hope having a great time just blasting you know, would, out with I would, I would Sister hope. Mary Clarence?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'd like to hope she got some fun in her tragic life. Oh, um, follow him, follow Fred <laughs> to his boiler room, and uh, yeah, then I think that's when. Nancy kind of starts talking to Neil a bit afterwards and she shows yeah. him her, um, her, is it like a Malaysian dream doll or something? Yes. he has got like a I little doll. So. And, um, she's like, I know what these kids are going through. You have to trust me. Let's have, let, let's have a group. And at this group, she basically tells all the kids, like, I know who's, doing this and they're like no you don't you're just another a- adult who doesn't know anything about us and she's like well mm-hmm. he wears a red and green sweater he's burned he's got a weird little hat and he's got these razors for f- fingers and they're all like oh shit you do know and she's like yeah his name is freddie okay and you were the last of the elm street children and so they're all like oh shit like our parents killed this guy that's kind of fucked up and um and so they're all like, well, what do we do? Like, how do we beat him? And, and she's like, well, Kristen has this gift. She can bring people into her dream. So if she goes to sleep and brings us all in, we can fight him together. And they're like, great idea. So they go under hypnosis and they all go to sleep. Um, except for Joey, who leaves the room because um, uh, he sees this sexy nurse marcy and she's like follow me i've got towels <laughs> and um so he follows her to the to an empty room where she sticks him on the bed and starts like undressing and he's like what a great dream um and then meanwhile in the room with every everyone else they're discovering that in their dreams they have all these powers like kincaid can bend chairs very easily Will can walk, um, and he's like a little wizard who can like turn marbles into birds and stuff, and um, it's a good power to have. And um, Taryn is both beautiful and bad.
0: Yeah,
1: and she's like, a, not... she's like, a, they're not much of, like of a, a badass, you know? They,
0: yeah, I mean, like, like he gets like one little wizard bolt sent out. But then he's dead. You know, that's my only, like, kind of gripe. I'm like, can I I have a little more, like, elongated scene like the earlier one where, you know, he's being dragged through on his tendons and everything. That's my one gripe. I said what I said. Well, when
1: they remake it in five years, Mm -hmm. maybe you can have your wish.
0: I want a (laughs) 30-minute battle sequence for each one of these characters. (laughs) This would make, like, a good, like, mini-
1: series you know like a
0: yeah we don't, we don't make mini series anymore chris we make three no. and a half hour movies <laughs> well i know <laughs> <And that's,
1: laughs> when when you can just make a three and a half hour long movie i mean why make a mini series
0: why make a mini series
1: yeah. why bother when they can get it all at once in one huge <laughs> butt-numbing chunk <Ugh. laughs>
0: you gotta go to the bathroom who cares no just that, <laughs> break
1: it that's what Bring a colostomy bags for jesus <laughs> exactly <laughs> you got a bedpan there you go <laughs> watch her fucking 40 hour movie um, no. And things kind of heat up You know cause Joey's in that little private room With Marcy and they start kissing And uh, all of a sudden he's like Gulp gulp and it turns out She's got his tongue And <laughs> she's not gonna give it back And then she has a bunch of other tongues Too cause she just starts like shooting them out of her mouth And they wrap around his limbs And tie him to the bed and then it, it turns out, I don't know if you'll believe this, it was Freddy the whole time. And, mm. I mean, he was, like, he was d- deceiving poor Joey. And so now he's just tied to, to, to a bed. The Literally, time? the whole time, at Bridges Restaurant, yes, it was Freddy. <coughs> Freddy Doubtfire. And, uh, and then, like, Freddy the ma- the mattress just explodes in flame because apparently Joey's now being held prisoner over the pits of hell. And for everyone else in the room, it's not getting much better because the door locks and all of a sudden the the walls start to heat up and if they touch the walls they get burned and things are catching on fire and the the windows aren't opening and, and the, the the walls are caving in and then all of a sudden they hear this door open and it's Dr. Sims and she's like what's going on in here? And she sees that Joey is unresponsive he will not wake up he's he's in a coma and she's like code blue oh no and of course they blame Nancy for 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 this because it was her idea and Dr. Sims is not thrilled and she's like I think you two need to go get away from this hospital I'm sorry it turned out this way but it's your responsibility so who's going to protect the kids now they just have Dr. Sims who doesn't even give a shit you know yeah And so Neil's like cleaning out his office and he sees the nun again up in a tower. And he's like, nun lady, let me, let me get you. And he runs up in this tower that has not clearly been used for like, you know, 50,000 years and um, she's just like chilling out and she's like I come here sometimes and this is where it all happened where the bastard son of a thousand maniacs was born there was a woman who worked here when it was a mental hospital and she was locked in over the holidays and she was raped millions of times and then gave birth to this baby Freddy Krueger she doesn't say it like that but she should have and it's-
0: It's a great like heavy metal band name, you know, the bastard son of a thousand. I love
1: I just I love that title. It's a really great title. And so she's basically like, listen, uh, the only way to really beat him is to find his body and bury it in hallowed ground. And he's like, well, thank you, sister. That has been no help whatsoever. And um, so he goes and he's like, Nancy, what do we do? Like, where is this dude? And she's like, I don't know, but I know someone who might know. And where do they find her father, Donald Thompson, at a bar, drinking his sorrows away? Still just, Mm -hmm. he's become as big of a lush as Nancy's mother was. Because he knows he could have probably stopped it, but he didn't. And so, they go see him and...
0: We assume did, in fact, die. Yeah, I mean, he mentions
1: that you know nancy might be going a little crazy like her mom did so mm-hmm. i'm not sure how it all looked to the outside world her death yeah but yeah. she is Hard dead for for sure yeah. and yeah. apparently was considered crazy at some point and um he's really not a big help he's like you know you're acting kind of crazy let's just leave this in the past peace out baby don't take so long to see me next time and she's like motherfucker you know And Neil's not going to take that. So he's he's like, listen, I don't know if you care if Nancy lives or dies, but I do like Neil calm down a bit. And so they kind of become like a little team. And Nancy goes back to the hospital to help the kids because um, Kristen has been pitching a fit because she does not want to go to sleep. But Sims is like, no, you're going into the quiet room, young lady and getting sedated. And Nancy comes just in time and she persuades Max to let her say goodbye to the kids, but she doesn't want to say goodbye. She wants to get them all back into the dreamland so they can help Kristen because she's being sedated and they want to make sure she doesn't die. So they all go back into the meeting room for one last hurrah and they drift off and when they wake up in the dream world they're in the quiet room with kristen and they're all happy like yay we did it and they're like where is freddy how can we find him slice here come the claws through the quiet room spreading the you know the um feathers everywhere and it's not quiet quiet anymore it's that name (laughs) they might need to rename it and (laughs) and um and there's just feathers flying and they're starting to get lost because it's like it's really foggy and feathery and and are then the feathers all from the, I I I believe they are. I th- I think so. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she was the feather wrangler on the film once she, once she wrapped. <laughs> she was like, "I've got <laughs> it, darling. I've got I've got lots of feathers.
0: <laughs> I've got all <laughs> afternoon. What do you want me to do?" <laughs>
1: you want feathers? I get feathers. I've got all all the feathers. Um <laughs> uh and so yeah, they they all get lost and Kristen Wakes up in her bedroom, her own bedroom back home with her mom, who's still dressed like she was at the beginning of the, of the movie. She's coming back from the date. And she's all like, what's going on? And she's like hugging her mom like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And she's like, what's that for? And she's like, I'm just so glad you're home. And then there's a call from downstairs that's like, Elaine, where you keep the bourbon? And and she's like, I've got a guest. And she's like, mom, please don't leave. And then her mom is like ripped through the door. And when she comes back, Freddy's there with his glove and he stabs her like one time in the neck and decapitates her. And now her decapitated head is just still
0: talking. And she's like, damn it, Kristen.
1: Every time I bring a man home, you ruin it. It's like you're just trying to get a little attention.
0: (laughs) She had another line earlier in the movie, too. What was it like? uh, uh, Kristen specializes in strangeness. It's only gotten worse since I took away her credit cards. great. Just so bitchy.
1: And when she's calling for her, her maid, she's like Teresa, Teresa. She's like, Teresa. Just, like gives her like no time. It's ridiculous. Oh, um, and uh, and yeah. So now Freddie's after her, and um, she jumps out of the window and somehow lands into Nancy's dilapidated house and like tumbles down the stairs. And she's all like, "Where is everybody?" And then Ter- Ter- Terrence off in her own little dreamland. She's all. Decked out like a badass with her little mohawk and stuff, and she's in some mm-hmm. like weird like back alley bar kind of thing. And Freddie shows up, and they have a big fight. And she's got like a she's got like a blade, so she cuts him. And you're like, oh, she's a nice little nice little fighter there. Um, mm-hmm. But then her um, her track marks open back up on her arms, and la- and they have like little yeah. eyeballs, and they're all like hee 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 hee. And um, Freddy just turns his glove into like all these like hypodermic needles and just like jabs them in until she like i don't understand has a stroke or something this was
0: supposed to be even more disturbing visually than yeah i think her head was gonna
1: explode or some shit right
0: yeah yeah and they said it was just too much it looks like like it's about to it's can do it yeah
1: very close because there's that little vein in her head that kind of starts popping out yeah it's very scanners um Mm -hmm. and then you've got will who's in his his own little dream world now too which is just a really dark hallway and Freddy's there on the other side with a wheelchair that's like all decked out with like blades and shit and he starts trying to run him down with the wheelchair but will has special wizard power so he turns into the wizard with a cape and everything and causes the wheelchair to explode and Freddy's all like oh no like he looks really concerned for a second he's like this little wizard kid is gonna fuck me up like this is not cool and um but yeah the, then he just kind of like starts zapping him with his hands and just runs towards him and then freddie just grabs him and stabs him in the neck and is like and that's kind of it
0: yeah
1: you're like yeah, that's it's like, rude. it's
0: like a two minute sequence that's yeah. this is one of the ones i'm like i, I could i could have used a little more build up here but yeah i get that we got to move the plot along and you know there's so many characters they're juggling here and you know i get it plot schmott um. Yeah. <laughs> and then
1: through throughout this, Donald and Neil have decided to actually join forces and find Freddy. Apparently, Freddy was buried in this junkyard somewhere after the parents killed him, and um, they need to go get some holy water. So they stop by. Uh, Neil takes Donald's uh booze bottle and empties it out and goes into the church to. F- Fill it up with holy water. Borrows a little crucifix too, and the priest is all like, "What are you doing?" And he's all like, "Peace out, Father." Um, and so they go to the to the junkyard to try to find where he's buried, and then in the dream world, um, uh, Nancy and Kristen have found each other in the house and they're all like, yay. And then they hear this rumbling in the walls and they're like, what could that be? And it's just Kincaid bursting through the walls. Oof. And they're like, Oh, thank God. It's just you Kin Kin, Kincaid. And then all of a sudden this door comes out of nowhere and they're like, what is it? It's a door. And then they're like, where does it go? It doesn't go anywhere. And Kristen's like, yes, it does. And it just opens. And it's just this door that's just suspended in the air it's really cool and they mm-hmm. walk in there and it's like a boiler room and they're like this must be where Joey and Freddie are so they walk down the stairs and then um at this point Neil and Donald have discovered the car where Freddie's bones are and uh Donald's just like chilling out and Neil's all like uh how about you help me find this don't just be like lazing around here this is your fault dude you know yeah. um and then they in the dream world they find Joey at the bottom of this hell heap and he's being held together by the tongues and they let him free and Freddy's popping out and they try to stab him stab him in the stomach and stuff and then he rips it out and he's like it's not gonna hurt me and he takes off his shirt he's got all the souls of the children that he's killed on his stomach Um, it's really creepy looking they're all these like little tiny faces that are just like help me it's really spooky and um help me eleanor it's not that bad it's not that scary (laughs) it's not that terrifying kevin that's giving me goosebumps (laughs) can't think about that movie um and then he just like disappears at one point like he's just like holding up kincaid and then he's just like i'm out because they have discovered his bones in the junk the junkyard and they are sticking them in a um in a grave that they have dug and he's not fond of that so he somehow in the real world appears through his skeleton and starts fighting with neil and donald um it's very like army of darkness yeah it's it's like stop motiony and Mm -hmm. uh and somehow the the skeleton of Freddy grabs donald and throws him across the junkyard where he's impaled on the back of a car so he dies and then like he hits neil in the head with a shovel and then it's just like i won and just it falls apart again and then the kids are all in the dream world again and they come to this room that's just like a hall of mirrors And they're like, oh, no, we're trapped in here. And then uh, Freddie appears in all of the mirrors and starts dragging everybody in except for Joey. And this is when Joey finds his strength. He just goes, no. And all the mirrors break and everybody comes through the mirrors and everything's great. And they're all like, oh, my God. You found your power you you can speak he's like did i do that they're like yeah you did joey you did you did it oh (laughs) and everyone's like it's over yay and then a door opens and who comes through but donald donald's spirit and he's all like nancy i've crossed over baby and nancy's like oh my god daddy i love you and she goes to embrace him and then she's like, Al, what's that in my stomach? And it's Freddy and his claw in her stomach. And Neil in the real world finally wakes up and is like, oh, I've got to bury this fucker and put some holy water on him or these kids are fucked. And so for for Freddy's just like trapping Kristen in the room with him and Nancy and he's going to kill her. But then Nancy pops up. She still has a little bit of strength left and she impales Freddy with his own hand his own glove in his stomach and Neil is sticking the bones in the in the grave and putting the holy water in there and as he's doing that these big beams of like holy light come through Freddy's body and then like a big crucifix appears on his head and he's all like (laughs) and then he just explodes into like a you know little holy light and then Kristen's just like cradling nancy as she dies it's really fucking sad and i cry every time Mm -hmm. and it's just it's Mm -hmm. too much for me i'm i'm not gonna talk about it and then i guess everything turned out okay because they're all at nancy's funeral um and then neil sees the nun again and he goes to find her and she's at the grave of amanda krueger also known (laughs) as As Sister Mary Helena,
0: (gasps) which was her name, Freddie's mother. Oh my God!
1: Is that not like a mind-blowing twist? Did that not fuck shit up?
0: Oh my God!
1: It's 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 a humpdinger, and. Then he's like, oh, my God, you were his mother. And then Neil goes back home for a lovely sleep. For some reason, he has the little uh, Kristen's uh, popsicle for Freddy house thing. And he also has Nancy's little dream doll. And just like right on the little dresser right next to him. And as he's going to sleep, the light from inside the popsicle house comes on. The end. there might be more yeah that's dream the, warriors the house
0: is just maybe the house is just broken we don't
1: <laughs> i mean who knows i mean whoever made it clearly they have the skill to put lights in there that's kind of cool yeah that's fun
0: it's craig craig wasson never come back i don't remember
1: like in the
0: series yeah
1: no uh-uh
0: i didn't think so yeah I mean, kind of he had a,
1: like he had like a big run in the 80s and then like i don't think he did much after that
0: yeah because like he's like the last person you see in this movie and then he just never hear from him again but yeah there's a lot of characters
1: <laughs> in this franchise who didn't die who i'd be yeah. s- curious to see where they'd be now you know like i yeah. mean even like jesse and lisa did they actually die at the end of two i don't know right, right. i mean they could come back i think neil could come back Priscilla Pointer is still alive. She could play Dr. Yeah. Sims again. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Larry Fishburne, what's he doing? What's he doing? Come on, Larry. Mr. A-list.
0: Yeah, Come exactly. back, Larry. Come back to the five and dime, Larry. Larry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: god that title always bothers me so much it's so annoying what is that why the extra why like that must have been like when they first got the name of that play the theater that had that play must have been like what the how are we sticking that on a marquee what the fuck do we need the extra one do we is it necessary (laughs) I beg to differ Uh,
0: yeah also noteworthy here that you yeah, know, uh Kincaid survives and yeah, is yeah. A black character. You know Absolutely. this is there's we we've talked about it in the podcast before, but the, you know, there's always the stereotype that you know, black characters are killed off very early, but oftentimes not always the case. I
1: mean in Nightmare Four, it's
0: not Well, it is it does apply there. But But, but also <laughs> Nightmare Four
1: also has Sheila, who's also a black character, and she dies kind of in the middle, so it yeah. kind of balances out a little bit, I guess. But Right. Right. it's like it's really rude what they do to the survivors of this one and like right at the beginning yeah. of part four it's like one by one yeah. they're just killed within the first like 25 minutes
0: and it's also like it's a shame Nancy died to like put Freddy to rest and it's just like oh never mind
1: yeah he'll find a way to come back through dog pee that's yeah. how it that's <laughs> how it works yeah magical dog piss <laughs> Oh, it's true! I'm so excited to rewatch that one. <laughs> it's so oh, goofy. Gosh. Oh boy! Yeah, this is I, I. One can understand why this is the the fan fa- favorite. I think because there's a character for everyone. I think. Yeah. yeah you you got to be able to relate to at least one of these kids. You know, they're all. Um. You don't get a lot on them. Like I I what was really fascinating. Rewatching it this time was um, how there's one shot right after Kristen's first dream, where we're introduced to at least like a half to three fourths of the characters in one maybe minute and, and a half long shot down the hall hallway, where it's it's just just Neil walking down the hall sis, saying like Hey Jennifer how you doing? And it's like, oh, there's Joey. Oh, why is Kincaid in the quiet room? Hello, Dr. Sims. Do you meet all these people within the span of like a minute and a half? It's very well done. It's con- con- yeah. concise, you know? It's good, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, a solid sequel for sure.
1: Absolutely. Great movie. And the effects are fun. You know, there's just there's something really cool about the practicals you know just knowing like this was all done on the set like that's so cool
0: absolutely it's Absolutely. The best. do you have an overlook gem for today no Nah, that's <laughs> I mean, me after I, everything i, I think i do i don't know
1: <laughs> um have i brought up scalpel before i don't think i have
0: uh, I don't think so.
1: I don't think. Well, it, it is, is it um, the se- uh, 70s. it's from the seventies. Yes, yeah. it is a mm. a classy film. It's more of a suspense film, more more of a psychological God. thriller. Ah, uh, one of those. Um, yeah, it's a little lofty. It's uh, it's the story of a man who's a plastic surgeon, and his daughter is due to inherit all this money, but the problem is is that she left home like a year or two, two ago and has not been heard from since. So he gets this great idea to get this like stripper who's just been beaten and basically turn her face into his daughter's face so that they can get the money and then split it. But then the real daughter comes back home and things get complicated and it's really it's really cool. It's a cool little movie. It's like, it's kind of comfy, but then it gets kind of like icky VC andrews at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: mm-hmm. you're like, does the dad want to fuck the daughter? Like it gets kind of weird for a bit. You're like, this mm-hmm. is creeping me out. Like this is, yeah. this is getting darker, darker than expected. Mm-hmm. But it is a very interesting film. Arrow put it out a few years ago on Blu-ray. It looks gorgeous. It is from the director of the classic, Blood Rage. So there you go. Ah, Mm -hmm. if that doesn't sell it, what will? What will? Highly recommend. I think it might be on Shutter. Maybe if you if you're if you're a streamer, or it was at some point. I don't know. I can never tell what's still on and what's gone. And
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, as we said, we we're not here for this Blood Rage erasure lately. We're not.
1: Everyone's like, "Oh, we have a, we we have a real Thanksgiving slasher movie now. Thank you Eli Roth. Fuck you. How about Thank You <laughs> Louise Lasser, okay? Excuse me. God, how rude. How fucking rude. Mm. I don't stand for that. Nope. Not going to sit here in the year of our Lord 2024 <laughs>
0: and have think people about it for do one. that.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 2002
0: <laughs> what you like <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. speaking of which last night I went down a rabbit hole of um uh-huh. YouTube watching stuff, and uh that wasn't even like a real sentence but um uh, <laughs> i i i i found <laughs> those do do you remember those compilations those now that's what I call me- mu- music, you know I yes. found all of those, and I was just like playing them, and I was like, "This is all like over twenty years old." I was like, "Wow, that's <laughs> so crazy! That's insane! It's nuts, unbelievable." Yeah,
0: I I, uh, I realized on a semi-related note that um, Peacock has every season of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. so I've been going back and watching a lot of the ones from like the '90s and oh, uh, yeah. early 2000s, which are fun, except a lot of them are edited and they don't oh, have the no. musical performances in them oh. which is kind of annoying oh well, um, that's weird so you just get like some of the skits and there's like ads every like 10 minutes so it's, oh. it's kind of frustrating but still it's been nice to kind of go back and uh, see I mean I mean, it was a great cast you know you still oh, had God, Will, Will yeah. Ferrell and Molly Shannon and Tina Fey and mm. um, you know all those you know great Great folks that were. Yeah, I guess they just
1: never good. got the music rights because they assumed, okay, we've got the rights for TV, but yeah. that's all we're going to need. And then streaming I, came I along and it was just. Streaming was going to be a thing, yeah. Whole, you know, whole monster there. Mm hmm. Oh, that is a shame, it, though. It's true. It's
0: true. Oh, yeah. I know. January is always like, I just want to crawl into a ball of nostalgia and do nothing. It, <laughs> it is a very nostalgic month, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: kind of hit with a nostalgia wave myself. and I don't know what's going yeah. on there. It's weird. Yeah. Because it's like new beginnings. Yeah. And you're trying to but see I'm, where I'm you like started.
0: Not, yeah. I'm like not ready f- to start something new. <laughs> no. But I, I know I have yeah. to. Like I know it's January, but like it's still winter and it doesn't feel like <laughs> that People, we're like starting some new journey.
1: <laughs> you know, I think humans, we should all just agree we should live like bears you know once it gets cold let's just not leave the house for like exactly months or something
0: you know new year starts in
1: like march (laughs) yeah like once things are blooming again i'm like okay i can live with this right now it's kind of like a really cold hellscape you're just like Mm -hmm. where am i yeah what is this what is this cold
0: not here for it Oh, but we're going to keep on kicking with our Nightmare Marathon here.
1: Do, 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 we'll be back <laughs> next week, maybe.
0: The alternate lyrics, nobody knew about, but oh, those, are the, you those know, are the real lyrics. I
1: wanted to debut them here for the first time. Yeah. It's a big scoop.
0: <laughs> big
1: <laughs> scoop. From <laughs> New Line Cinema, next summer we'll have Nightmare. Part four.
0: <laughs> Part four. <laughs> Part four. He just spread his voice at the end of it. Part four.
1: <laughs> the children will be mine. <laughs> it's so weird to see all alternate takes that haven't been tr- tre- treated with mm-hmm. the filter on his voice. There's yeah. like a clip on you YouTube from part part 2 of, of of the whole like, you know, you've got the body, I've got the brains thing where mm-hmm. it's just his voice from the set and it doesn't have the filter and it's just so weird cuz it seems too high pitched. Right? And you're like, I always right. forget that they they had the filter. I think at a certain point they took it off though. It was either like part 5 or 6. I think definitely by 6. I don't know if he has the filter on yeah i feel like they just took it off they're like eh who cares like, let's, let's not even pretend he's scary he's <laughs> just he's just a
0: clown i mean by that point he was probably doing <laughs> yeah. like you know, talk shows and everything else and yeah. he was like couldn't do the voice on those so it was you know... maybe <clears throat> maybe he, he could was... have tried he could have tried yeah <laughs> like that wouldn't (laughs) yeah i watched that uh the the the, um the jason arsenio hall one it's just so awkward he's a man of very few words (laughs) oh yeah
1: (laughs) but then again if you were promoting jason takes manhattan wouldn't you want them to shut the fuck up too i mean what are you gonna say i mean you can't promote that movie be like it's Jason. Well, it wasn't my wasn't my
0: best movie, but I tried. No. You know,
1: <laughs> I really think I should have gotten the Oscar for Part Four, not Part Part yes. Eight.
0: It's not my best,
1: <laughs> but he gave it his soul.
0: When, Oscar winners never do that, you know. Random aside here, but they, they they oftentimes, as we say, they they win the award for something that they maybe didn't deserve it for, but yeah, it's like they feel obligated. But you never see him get up there and be like. I really didn't deserve this award like i deserved yeah. it for, for Just four roles once
1: ago. i would love someone to walk walk up there and be like wow for this one R- really really wow okay sure y-
0: y'all fucking ignored me for you know that film that everyone loved me in for yeah that's films uh, ago? Yeah,
1: four years pretty ago. shocking wow okay i guess yeah. uh wow, this okay. is how you roll here okay cool right. yeah. thank All you right, i'd great. like to thank the academy thank for this really you. weird fucking honor that's great yeah couldn't have honored me for uh, that movie I made 10 years ago, could you? No. Remember the one with Daniel Day Lewis where I played a paraplegic? No, you couldn't do that one. No. You couldn't do that one. No. You're giving it to me for Terms of Endearment 3. Wow. They should do that, though. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Well, like Here's yeah. the list of all the movies I've done that I deserved it for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah give it to um,
0: give it to meryl that year huh
1: mm, shocker
0: wow mm, shocker interesting
1: oh uh, uh, julianne moore got it that year mm, for, for, for 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 that movie huh really not yeah, for, for that movie, movie nights wow. really not not she far from heaven ha- hmm. interesting
0: <laughs> she was a sad housewife wow we haven't <laughs> seen that before right?
1: <laughs> range <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be great oh gosh this is <laughs> just
1: someone who's like reading the academy does that be wonderful that would get the, ra-
0: the ratings up come on
1: yeah i mean i think like four people watch these days so yeah but it's weird that people still put such stock into the ratings does anyone watch regular tv anymore
0: yeah period i mean
1: yeah. that like if it was a like on netflix or something i maybe more people would watch it these days i don't know yeah I just don't think a lot of people have like regular TV connections now where they can watch, you know, yeah. ABC or NBC or whatever. Yeah. It's mostly
0: older folks who were just, you know, used yeah. to it. Yeah.
1: I so it's like, do, do the ratings yeah. really matter that much?
0: Yeah. Who
1: knows? I mean, if they get like 10 people watching, I'd think that was a score. <laughs> Plus like half the time, like most of the m- movies have not even played where you live. You're yeah, like, I, I I I would love to participate, but I haven't seen Cleflergen, Klerken. I haven't seen that exactly. movie. It was not released here. You know? Yes. <laughs> like we just got fucking poor things. Like yesterday, and I'm like, I gotta go see really? it this week or else it's gonna be gone, and I'll never get a
0: chance. Yeah. It'll be gone yeah. forever. I know. Ridiculous. Ah, oh, it's crazy.
1: That is the nightmare on my street.
0: That gonna <laughs> do the rap version now
1: I will not I will spare you all from that <laughs> you're very lucky today that I won't be doing that <laughs> consider yourself blessed uh, by sister Mary Helena
0: <laughs> well as always folks follow us if you want
1: we, we are that on Aid.
0: We got, the, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that good Hypnosil. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you we what. We put <laughs>
1: Hypnosil in our cult drinks. Uh-huh. You'll
0: never dream again. Uh-huh. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, We're on Facebook. We're on X Twitter. That's uh, HOHH Podcast. We're on Instagram. Homos on Haunted Hill. All one singular word. Singular sensation. And... We are, that's all we are. That's, you know, that's, I, I don't think we're anywhere else. We, we're on iTunes. you want going to leave us a review on there. That'd be nice. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week with part four.
1: I think um, we should just like switch it up and just go straight to Freddy's dead. <laughs> just maybe. to throw everybody off. Like surprise. I thought we were doing part four. Are you fucking kidding? We're doing Freddy's dead. <laughs> Who do you think we are?
0: I mean, there's sort of a timeline in this franchise. I mean, I guess. I mean, up uh, until
1: Freddy's dead, yeah,
0: yeah. It sort of, do, but even makes sense. But even like, you know, like two was like six years in the future. Yeah, it's and like how long? Because Nancy's is like, this... how, how
1: old is Nancy supposed to be in this? Like mid twenties or something. I would assume. Yeah. I mean, she's had she's enough time to, to get school, like. A, right. Yeah, I mean, she's had time to go to school. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess mid twenties. So I mean, could Freddy's Revenge be taking place like at the same? No, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Or maybe Freddy's Revenge was like a year before. I don't. know Who knows? Right. It's
0: it's hard to say. It's all strange. Yeah. It was a different universe. It was a different time. Yeah. It, and uh, it's still more linear than the Friday the Thirteenth movies or the Hellraiser movies, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... <clears throat>
1: because even like friday the 13th yeah that takes like i think part two the opening of that takes place like a year afterwards and then like the rest yeah. of it takes place like five or six years afterwards like and so it's just and then two three and four take place like over the same long weekend
0: right right and then it just a little hard to get a crazy. yeah yeah
1: it's a little I say,
0: like Scream Scream is probably the most consistent in terms of the timeline like in terms of long running yeah. franchises here and then probably Child's Play I would say yeah, absolutely and then maybe Nightmare I can't think of anything that's more probably consistent than those
1: well Leprechaun um well
0: <laughs> that is a uh sure sure
1: a very realistic gritty saga of a man yeah, who just wants yeah. some gold
0: and we're uh, still been done leprechaun in space when that maybe, maybe we'll get to it during brain dead summer maybe that
1: god damn we really need to because i've never seen it and i think i feel yeah, like I, I need i might my, my soul might need that it doesn't need chicken soup it needs right. leprechaun in space absolutely i just have a feeling <laughs> it's gonna cure me of any malaise i might be having mm-hmm.
0: yes we'll see folks uh yeah in the meantime uh stay warm and we will hopefully be back next week yeah. for our next Freddy entry. Oh no. Oh no. Wow
1: Rick, you little meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I love show <soul> food. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> That's a good time. We okay. Yeah. Well bye everyone. Peace out.